Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Welcome. I'm Heather Caro. My name's Father Tim Smith, and you're listening to Real Presence Live right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. And uh, we're glad to be uh, celebrating the glory of God and in the presence of Jesus in our life on uh, this beautiful morning as we continue the uh, Ides of Summer here as we uh, continue to march forward in the beautiful month of August and a uh, feast day today of uh, St. John Vianney, oh, uh, patron saint important. of parish priest. And so I encourage you, if you get an opportunity to attend daily Mass at one of your Catholic parishes in our listening area to... Uh, uh, go and reflect upon the readings and, and think about the life of St. John Vianney, who is a great inspiration to all of us. Well, and I think a good reminder for the uh, those of us who are lay people to be praying for our priests. Today is a perfect day to offer up maybe a Mass in honor of your priest. And uh, it's a great opportunity for us to pray for vocations as well. But Amen. we're so glad we have a great show this morning. But before we begin anything, we always like to turn to the Lord in prayer. So let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for all your blessings, and we ask that you would show forth your grace in our lives today as we pray, as we go about our daily duties, and as we spend time to learn about your will and how you are working in our lives. We pray for our families, we pray for our nation, and we pray for all those whose lives you touch. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You know, Heather, uh, as we celebrate this, uh, this memorial of St. John Vianney, there's, there's a great uh, uh, reflection every day. Uh, the church uh, priest and religious pray the Liturgy of the Hours, and mm-hmm. uh, one of these includes an office of readings, which is usually a writing sometimes from the saint themselves. And so it's a beautiful reflection from... Uh, St. John Vianney on the life of prayer, on the spiritual life. And, uh, you know, he was a great inspiration to, you know, many, many, well, now millions of of members of the life of the church. Mm -hmm. And particularly in his lifetime in the little parish church in Ars, France, that thousands of people would come from Mm -hmm. the city of Paris, from uh, from Lyon, France, from the major cities, out to this little country parish where this one lone Catholic priest would hear confessions day in and day out and really be a director of souls where mm. people would have a palpable experience of the grace of God in their lives. And then, of course, he would celebrate Mass. And, and many people, there's many accounts of his direction and his guidance to people and so in one sense, he's a great example of how the priest is a spiritual father, but also a director of souls, someone mm-hmm. that, that leads in life. You know, in your life of faith, Heather, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having gone through Catholic school, having, you've had many priests as a part of your life. Yes. Have the, how has the priest been, you know, a, a spiritual guide for you in your own life of faith? Well, I have, throughout my life, 
whenever I come up a, against a hard decision, whether it be, you know, uh, to get married, to not get married, you know, all these different questions are just even moral questions that you have of your every day. I'm always going to a priest. And you know, I always go to a priest for advice because I want to know from their perspective what they think of my life. You know what I mean? Like, constantly. It, <laughs> it's an amazing thing, especially those those big life decisions, those mm-hmm. vocational choices. And my own experience as a Catholic priest, uh, I didn't make that decision overnight. Uh, mm-hmm. It was started first with a conversation with my own parish priest about, um, you know, what is God doing in my life? What does the Lord... Uh, desire for me to do and and then growing in friendship and relationship mm-hmm. uh, with my parish priest who is really my first spiritual director um, and it's right. it started with you know good conversation and even now as I live the life of a parish priest um, constantly having conversations with different people even non-Catholics but um, but they want to talk about God or they want to mm-hmm. share something a challenge or an adversity in their life and mm-hmm. and where is God working in their life and so this morning um, at the top of the hour we're going to be talking about spiritual direction in the life of the church and so we're grateful this morning to be joined by Father Brian Welter from the Institute for Priestly Formation. Father Brian, are you with us? I am, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Father. And we're uh, grateful to be with you today, especially on this uh, memorial of St. John Vianney, a, a great inspiration uh, to priests around the world and, and the patron saint uh, for priests. Um, and so we just want to honor you, Father, and your priesthood on this day. Oh, it's, it's going great. I uh, celebrated Mass this morning, and I just remembered all the priests, uh, especially parish priests. You know, John Vianney is the great, he just, you know, lived that, um, that priestly life in the middle of a small little parish in ours. And, uh, you know, um, there is something profound about the, the neighborhood parish. A lot of great things happen there. So I just remembered all the priests um, throughout the world that are parish priests today. So it's, it's a great day. I'm feeling great today. Father, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from, and what is the work that you're doing now in the life of the Church? Sure. So I am from um, Chicago, Illinois, and uh, a parish priest up uh, from Chicago for 15 years. I was uh, in a parish. I was also vocation director for the Archdiocese of Chicago, and then I uh, was vice director at Mundelein Seminary. And then this past uh, winter, I was asked to... Uh, take a position as the executive director for the Institute for Priestly Formation, which is headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska. So I just moved out here uh, to Omaha about a month ago, and uh, I've taken on this position. And uh, for those who don't know what the Institute for Priestly Formation is, it started about 25 years ago um, with a diocesan priest, uh, a couple of uh, Jesuit priests, and uh, a consecrated woman really to help seminarians, priests, uh, and bishops to, to deepen their own spiritual lives and um, to ground their, their identity in, in, in the Blessed Trinity and to deepen their spiritual life. So there was a seminarian program that started about 25 years ago with a handful of seminary, uh, seminarians. It was, a, I think, a 10-week program. Uh, really to, to ground them in their spiritual lives. And that, that program has grown over the, the years, and we have 175 seminarians from across the country that gather every summer. We uh, use space on Creighton University's campus, 
and it's um, it's grounded in the spiritual life in the Catholic tradition. We also have a program for uh, priests to be trained to become spiritual directors, and that was my um, uh, connection with IPF, with the Institute for Priestly Formation. I went through the program back in 2008 through 2011. It's a, a three-year program, and really had a, a new understanding of what spiritual direction is. And along with that, deepened my own um, prayer life and, and my identity as a priest more firmly rooted in Jesus. And uh, so those are some of the offerings that we have. We, we help seminarians um, and priests, and we're hoping to expand and, and really on our hearts is to provide for bishops in their own spiritual life. So that's, that's what we're doing uh, with the Institute for Priestly Formation. Um, we have a Bishop's Advisory Council. Um, there's a group of priests that uh, have they're formed a public association of the faithful uh, out here in Omaha. So uh, long story short, that's, that's kind of what's going on out here. And so then you said that you have a new position out there. Um, what exactly do you do at the... Sure. Yeah. So um, I, the the founding member, Father Rich Gabusta, he is um, was the executive director, and he's been with the position for 25 years. And as they're looking down the road, um, they're looking at succession planning. So they uh, put together a st- strategic plan, and they they wanted to um, make sure IPF is set up for the future. They asked me. Um, if I would take the position, of course, through my own archbishop, he, he released me for this position. And so it's running the day-to-day operation, but really uh, looking at the the mission and vision of the Institute for Priestly Formation and um, making sure that we continue with what we feel the mission the Lord has given us, um, the special charism to work with seminarians, priests, and bishops in, in their spiritual life. And so that's, that's everything from um, continuing to think about program development to, um, you know, partnering with different institutions or people as far as fundraising. Uh, so those are some of the day-to-day uh, aspects right now. Um, I'm learning a lot. I just I, I hit the ground running out here. And unfortunately, uh, we had to cancel the summer program for seminarians this summer, hmm. um, as I think a lot of people had to cancel programs. Mm-hmm. So that gave us a little bit of a, a downtime, but we used it to to look ahead to the future and start planning, like and really praying. What is what is God calling us to specifically um, to help the church out in this time? And we're looking at um, helping, seeing if we can be of service to bishops and to younger priests. Um, so those are some things that we're we're working out right now. Well, thanks for listening for to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith, and we're speaking this morning with Father Brian Welter from the Institute for Priestly Formation. Uh, Father Brian, I'm a graduate of the Seminarian Summer Program uh, back in 2013, and you've, oh, very good. you've probably had so many uh, priests in formation or even seminarians who maybe later on discerned another vocation during their time of formation uh, throughout sure. the years. You probably don't remember, but... For six weeks, you were my spiritual director during the summer program, <laughs> but I know you've probably had hundreds over the years. So, uh, you know, I think because you're Tim Smith, Father Tim Smith. That's right. Yeah, I do remember the name, and um, 
Yes, I've had a lot of them over the years, uh, but I think I remember when you got ordained. Um, he, he was the priest that's mistaken, always smiling. Yeah. That's right. He, I remember the <laughs> smile. I, I could see it. I was wondering that if, if that was you. So, um, well, well, Father, connect after all these years, <laughs> and uh, and Father Brian, and now I'm at a position where you know, my own bishop, Bishop DeGrude, has asked me um, this fall to participate in the Institute for Priestly Formation Spiritual Direction Program, which you just yeah, covered just a moment ago, <laughs> and uh, well, and. I mention this because here at Real Presence Radio, our listening area, um, I participate in, in our, our show, Real Presence Live, but so many of our regional priests from Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and many sure. of our priests, many of the other hosts of Catholic Radio here, they all have been participants of the Institute for Priestly Formation. Oh, no, great. Many of them great. from uh, from the accompanying diocese, all in our listening area. And so our listeners um, may be familiar with Father Goes to IPF for his spiritual sure. direction training. And so as I prepare to embark upon that with my parishioners, um, you know, one of those questions is, you know, what is a spiritual director and why do we need them in the church? Why is it important for Father to go and have this specialized training in spiritual direction? What would you say to a parishioner who wants to know what is spiritual direction anyway? Well, I, I would say this. Um, spiritual direction, the way I look at it, is uh, there is a person in your life, let's say the spiritual director, that may, um, let's say a person is, is facing perhaps a, a significant decision they have to make. Um, it could be a vocational decision, could be change of job that impacts their, their family or something. And if they're a person of good faith, of course, they pray about this. Um, so the spiritual director, in one sense, can, can, can be there to listen for where the Lord is moving in this decision and help the person um, to gain some clarity through the person's own prayer and kind of filter out uh, the things that might be distractions or uh, kind of false leads, so to speak, really uh, helping the person stay in communion with, with the Lord. And if the person is seeking to do God's will, um, the spiritual director, I would say, is, is a really essential uh, component in that. The director's not telling the person what to do, but they're both listening um, for where God is moving in their life. And as, as you know, as, as we all know, that sometimes we can, we can fake ourselves out. We, we hear something in our voice, in our head, and we think, oh, no, God doesn't want me to do that, or He does. Mm-hmm. And we can get a little bit uh, wound up. The spiritual director is there is to keep us, you know, from weaving left and right, saying, no, let's stay on this path. It seems like the Lord is drawing you in this direction. And that's one reason... Um, when there's some significant decisions to make. The other way is to really just uh, grow in in your own uh, relationship with the Lord. Um, and that's the more open-ended kind of long-term spiritual direction. I meet with a lot of people on a monthly basis, and we talk about everything. They're good people, uh, have real solid prayer lives, and just asking them a question, what is the Lord doing right now in your life? Because they want to abide with the Lord. And having a spiritual director to, to listen um, is helpful in that regard to stay grounded um, in their life, their, their life of faith. Well, it's gr- great encouragement for us as we think about uh, 
you know, Heather shared at the top of the show about how priests have been helpful for her and mm-hmm. in discernment, sure. uh, you know, finding out what God's will for us. And we're going to keep the conversation on spiritual direction here. Um, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. We're with our guest, Father Brian Welter from the Institute for Priestly Formation right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. God bless. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow! We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Heather Caro. And we're broadcasting live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, part of the Real Presence Radio Listening Network. <laughs> and I always point that out because we're located in the Literally. center of the upper Midwest of our Real Presence Radio we Network. We'll discuss how long it took me to and, figure uh, that out. And <laughs> we say hello to all our listeners in Minnesota, and North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, parts of Wisconsin, and northern Iowa. We want to thank everyone for listening. And this morning, we have a great topic on this memorial of St. John Vianney. We're talking about spiritual direction in the life of the church. And joining us this morning is Father Brian Welter from the Institute for Priestly Formation, which really uh, the initiative of the IPF Institute is to foster uh, the life of prayer and holiness in our priest, uh, to have that encounter with the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and, mm-hmm. and to help them uh, priest and and to become directors of souls. And, you know, Father Brian, one question that comes up a lot 
And as we're on this topic of our priests training to be spiritual directors is when people say, where can I find a spiritual director? Mm -hmm. And not only in our regional Catholic uh, media, but even nationally. They're not in the yellow pages, Father? Yeah, this is a question (laughs) that people have. And, uh, you know, Father, what are some general principles that you can guide the faithful and if they need spiritual direction or what, what are some things maybe their pastor can help them with? And then what's the next step? What are some things you can help us, you know, navigate that question? Sure. This is a this is a, a real question um, I faced it so many times back um, in my my home diocese in, in Chicago. Um, people are hungry out there and looking for some guidance out there. Um, a couple things. Um, what I have found is if if, if someone's really uh, looking for a spiritual director and they can't find one, of course, you know, pray that the Lord brings those people together. Uh, number one. Number two, I have found over the last couple of years that um, face-to-face spiritual direction is great. I, I, I have done it for many years, but what has happened in the last couple of years, a couple of people have moved away, some of my directees, and they want to continue. Um, we've found a way to do it either over the phone or, or over um, Zoom or, or Google Meet or something like that. And that has actually uh, worked out pretty well. So... Um, I think think creatively, maybe it's not just someone in the immediate area, but is there someone that you know across the country that may be a way to, to look for a spiritual director? Um, as far as pastors, pastors have a ton of things on their, their plate. Um, mm-hmm. As you well know, Father Tim, um, there, there's a lot there. I, I think sometimes maybe people aren't looking necessarily for uh, something every month, but if there's something that's on their mind that they're looking for a little guidance for, and, you know, as a priest, if you can just kind of speak to that in some way, um, that might be helpful to people. Like, just and it, sometimes it can be just in the narthex, you know, just a short little conversation after Mass, um, people are leaving, and you can sense that someone's got in, something that's kind of stern within them. Even a few minutes to shed a little light on that, mm-hmm. Um I know that priests can't get into, you know, kind of long-term spiritual direction um, practices with lots of people because they have to do many, because priests have to do many things. But I think you can still touch what that hunger in, in a brief way um, in meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. So those are just a couple thoughts there. But it, recently, it's the kind of the more long-distance thing that has actually been helpful. I thought it wouldn't be as much... Uh, if you're doing it on the phone or on Zoom. But if you have an established relationship kind of face-to-face, I think it, it works very well over uh, over phone or, or some type of visual plat- um, video platform. You know, Father, that's great uh, encouragement for us as we uh, continue to live in, in a different circumstances, especially in these last five months as we've right. uh, mm-hmm. come to use, you know, uh, mobile or, or digital platforms more frequently, not only in family life, um, but, you know, business life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it, it seems fitting that we can use this. I know I have done a few baptism preps on Zoom, hey. which I never sure. anticipated doing that, but <laughs> yeah. under the social distancing milieu, it actually worked quite well, and uh, sometimes right. in, in people's schedules, um, 
and uh, of course the families have been great and it's a great opportunity to prepare for these sacraments in, in a beautiful way. Not the most ideal, but mm-hmm. at the same time we were able to have those conversations on faith. You know, one question I have, Father Brian, and I know sure. it when I go to more schooling, but I even I know our listeners will be interested in answering this question. You know, in our life of faith, we also come up against events, and these could be challenges in perhaps addictions or family mm-hmm. uh, drama or strife or uh, even, you know, uh, like uh, terminal or chronic illnesses. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you differentiate between you know, I need a spiritual director to handle those situations, or where mm-hmm. do you say, uh, I, we actually, spiritual direction is helpful, but there are also other resources, psychological services, counseling services, um, mm. or even, you know, treatment options. How, do, how, how can you help us navigate that? Because it's possible for sure. someone to misappropriate, oh, I need the pre-spiritual director for this, when perhaps the church has resources in all those areas of life, yeah. whether it's marriage, uh, addictions, um, uh, resources for grief and counseling. How can you help us make that decision on what spiritual direction is for and what those other things in life are for? Sure, and you know, this is excellent. Um, it really does serve the Catholic Church, you know, and, and all Christians believe in, in the Incarnation, that God became man. We are one <clears throat> composite human being. You know, uh, body, mind, soul, spirit, everything. So um, the things that you, we face, as you mentioned, there are different life events. Um, certainly we want to bring prayer into them, but there are great resources out there. I have found some great Catholic psychologists um, back in my own diocese that I have referred people to, and they have a good understanding of just the human person, but also have a faith understanding of where a Catholic may be coming from. And I think that's right. If, if there is something that's an, an acute event, you know, some type of addiction or uh, going through some grief because of someone's dying, um, you can do both things. Actually, kind of both prongs actually bring a, a full kind of integration. So a person can be praying. Um, maybe they have a spiritual director. But I would also say if there's something that needs to be addressed, at a very human level, absolutely reach out to um, uh, trusted, respected uh, Catholic psychologist um, in the area. Uh, that that could be very helpful. Someone that is grounded in their own um, their own Christian faith. So I would agree with that. Uh, I have found, and most people find them very helpful, especially around areas of grief. Um, that that's a big thing that I've I've noticed over the years is is helping people kind of go through that. It might be bottled up on the inside. They don't know how to deal with it. Um, so I, I think the psychological route is, is very good. Mm-hmm. Well, and Father Tim, maybe you can answer this question for me. But um, hearing about you going down and going through training, when you're going through seminary, do you get any training as a spiritual director, or is it a special edition of training? Or how does that work? Well, I'll say as a, a newly ordained priest within the last three years that, you know, I really feel one learns or my through being a recipient of spiritual direction. And so, as I mentioned just a few moments ago, Father Brian, our guest from the Institute for Priestly Formation, there was a period of time for a month and a half where mm-hmm. he was my spiritual director. I probably, through the course of a seminarian's education, if their experience is similar to mine, 
they will probably have had at least four or five different spiritual directors in the course of seven to eight years, not to mention uh, during lengths of retreat. So I've done several eight-day silent retreats. I've done a 30-day silent retreat at our Broom Tree Retreat Center for the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius. Mm-hmm. Each event, each retreat activity encompassed a different spiritual director. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I've had a, just think, come to think about it in my life, I can already say it's in the teens, the numbers of spiritual directors that I've had um, that have been my teachers. And so I've learned from them from the, the ways, but then formal instruction is something that I look to someone like Father Brian right. at the IPF Institute to help give some more experience and direction. Well, and one last question before we run out of time. Um, are priests the only spiritual directors out there, or can lay people be spiritual directors? There, there are certainly uh, lay people that have been trained, and I would say have that charisma that they've been given, you know, gift, the word gift different gifts to people, and yes, uh, there are lay people um, that are spiritual directors. Um, I think uh, I've also run into consecrated women um, and permanent deacons who have done some great spiritual direction, and I've gone to them Mm -hmm. myself. Uh, So yes, it's not just priests that um, are spiritual directors. In the seminary, it's yes, uh, priests are the spiritual directors in the seminaries, but Mm -hmm. you know, in in the wide wider setting, there are other people that do spiritual direction. Wonderful. Father Brian, any last encouragement uh, for our listeners on this topic of spiritual direction? Perhaps they've been asking someone, um, uh, they're praying, but they, they feel desperate or they, they're in need, and they haven't found sure. that, that spiritual director. Any words of encouragement for them before we go? I would say, first of all, keep praying. Uh, the second thing is, um, whatever is you know, on your heart and uh, mind that the reason you're seeking the spiritual direction, just turn right there to Jesus and uh, just share with him the content of what's going on in your life and let him be the first spiritual director and then just trust that he's going to provide some follow-up uh, after you turn to him. Father Brian, thank you for your testimony. Thank you for the work you do in uh, helping create spiritual directors to serve the life of the Church and and to help us all on the path to holiness. So uh, thanks for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Good to be with you. Up next, we'll be talking with a local retreat director about his work and why you should go on a retreat. Take that time with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph in Nazareth mm-hmm. and encounter the Lord. And later on, stay tuned this morning to hear all about a new show that's coming up right here on Real Presence Radio. Stay with us.